the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Business 1440. KYCR Golden Valley. A service of Salem Media Group. Stream on the go with the free Business 1440 app. With SRN News, I'm Greg Clugston in Washington. A grand jury in Chicago has indicted Empire actor Jesse Smollett on 16 felony counts related to making a false report that he was attacked by two men who shouted racial and homophobic slurs. Chicago police initially investigated the incident as a possible hate crime, but later said Smollett staged the attack. An attorney for the actor calls the indictment prosecutorial overkill. Aid workers have come under attack again at an Ebola treatment center in the heart of eastern Congo's deadly outbreak. The mayor of Kinshasa reports one police officer has been killed. Last month, assailants forced Doctors Without Borders to suspend its operations in the city. President Trump will slam the brakes on government spending in his new budget plan. It comes out next week. There will be, though, hundreds of billions of dollars more for the Pentagon. This is SRN News. Texting and rules for recurring automated marketing text messages. Message data rates may apply. Texting privacy rules and terms and conditions at textrules.us. Has dinner got you down? Sick of awful frozen meals or unhealthy fast food? Don't despair because Martha Stewart is doing a free taste test, giving away three full-size meals from her new meal kit delivery service, Martha and Marley Spoon. All fresh ingredients with Martha's delicious and easy recipes. You're eating in just 30 minutes. To be part of Martha's at-home taste test and get three free meals, be one of the first hundred people to text the word table to 246810. It's so easy. Text us now. Martha and Marley Spoon Meals are easy, simple, and delicious. And right now, Martha wants you to enjoy three of her best 30-minute meals for free so you can save time and enjoy eating dinner again. To be part of Martha's at-home taste test and get your three free meals, be one of the first hundred people to text table to 246810. That's table to 246810. Table to 246810. Students come to Online Trading Academy for many reasons. Some love their jobs but don't make enough money to live the life they dream about. Some aren't happy with their job and hope for something better. And others invest and trade but just need a better path to improve their returns. We even have students who have never invested or traded before. And they might not even know a stock from a rock but dream of having extra income. There are better income opportunities than trading your time for money. It's time to learn those skills. Join us at Online Trading Academy so we can show you the path to your financial freedom. Register today for a free investing class by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone. Use keyword OTA. Again, that's pound 250 on your cell phone, keyword OTA, or go to learnwithota.com. Online Trading Academy Radio. The following program was pre recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. The Wall Street.
Street Business Network is on the air. It's the King Banyan Show. As an educator and former legislator, Professor Banyan steps out of the classroom and onto the airwaves to break down the local and national economic news that matters to you. Just say what you got, man. It's the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Now, here's King Banyan. He's got tremendous moxie for his size. Does anyone remember Moxie? I actually saw a 12-pack of Moxie not terribly long ago. Apparently, it's being made again. I think we've talked about this before. King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Yeah, I was at a I was at a Lund's Byerly's um, here in town, not ter- not maybe in the last two weeks. And first, I saw Fresca, which was my grandmother's drink. My grandmother always had Fresca and Moxie. And I couldn't figure out why she would have both of them. It turned out, it turned out, uh, <laughs> Zima is back too. Okay, well, I wasn't looking for that. <laughs> but I saw the fresca, which always reminds me of my, my grandmother, my, my Armenian grandmother. And my Armenian grandmother loved the stuff. I haven't poured a glass of it to check, but do you remember fresca back in the 60s or 70s? Because it was cloudy, you would look in and you would see bits of stuff floating in there. And, and you know, I was always a bit skeptical of what that was. Uh, but um, but that was there. But Moxie was there, too. Anyway, speaking of nostalgia, guess who is at the board today? <laughs> I'm Good back, morning. <laughs> Good morning, John. He's back. We've got, yeah, we're getting the band back together. The band is getting back together. Um John Berg, uh, um, I always get this wrong. John, what do we? What's your what's your official title now at the station? Program director for Business Program. fourteen forty, Wellness fifteen seventy, and AM twelve eighty, The Patriot. Ah, oh, beautiful. That's right. Living the high life. Living the high life. Breathing in that he, rarefied air. <laughs> yeah, he's the triple threat. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. He's been he's been he's been exposed now to that truism that titles are cheaper than raises. <laughs> um, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, you nailed it. Uh, so anyway, John, uh, welcome. It's good to have you back, if only for a week. Glad to be back. Uh, I always love enjoy, uh, listening to the show. I, I listen a lot when I'm not doing the show, so it's nice to come back. Fun to do it one more time. Yeah, yeah. So Andrew's on assignment this week. He'll exactly. be back. He'll be back next week. Uh, we haven't we haven't sent him away. Uh, and uh, but uh, you will notice the the distinct difference in bumper music between between Andrew and John this morning. Indeed. Uh, uh, and and. Uh, I, I express no preferences. I try to let my my goal has always been let the producers be the producers and let them pick the music. And we try to post all those sets up for you on the uh, on the Spotify feed uh, if you are if you are interested in going back and listening to it. But uh, I will say over the last last few months, you've had a very different feed than what happened in the John Berg era. <laughs> the, or, or actually, I think it should be called it Epoch. <laughs> yes, it should. Is that how it you pronounce it? Epoch. I've always wondered if that's how the proper way to pronounce it. Epoch. You know what? O-C-H, I don't know right? either. Um, <laughs> epoch. 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 Okay. Here's uh, here's a funny story about me. Back in the seventies, the very first, I, I was always interested in politics because you, if you grew up in New Hampshire and you read newspapers regularly, as I did from a very young age, you are absolutely tuned into politics and eventually you want to 
if you're super interested, you're interested in this. So I, I was driving, um, I was driving a congressional candidate in 1978. Uh, I, I was basically the the errand boy. Okay, and no, I never saw my candidate uh, eat salad with a comb before. <laughs> but um, um, I, I gotta tell you, she gets a, she gets a. I'm going to say a full A, not even an A minus for creativity. There is nothing in my being that would have said, "Oh, wait, I have a comb. I could use that for the salad." Mm, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I don't know. I just I, I'm sorry. I, I try not to talk about politics too much. But anyway, I was. But it, it comes because I, I I did this. I was I I was the person that drove this candidate around, and. You know, if you read a lot, you see words, and you begin to think you're familiar with the words. You understand what the word means. But you don't necessarily know how to pronounce it. So in the car one night, someone cut us off as I was driving driving the candidate across Manchester in New Hampshire, the major city, and my hometown, in fact. Um, and, 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 and for some reason, rather than saying, that guy's a maniac, I said, I said... His driving is maniacal. And everybody else in the car laughs. Missed it by that much. Absolutely. Um, because, of course, it's maniacal. But if you learn words through reading, how would you know? So, anyway. Um, 651-289-4477, the number to call questions or comments. We've got, we've got a couple choice clips from... Uh, from the Fed, from the Fed presidents and uh, governors, because they had a big confab with the Booth School on Friday or uh, yesterday uh, in New York City. They had a big conference, and five members of FOMC gave opinions. I have, I have uh, recordings of two of them that stepped out and got uh, shots on newscasts during during the week leading up to this big confab. Um, I could tell you a little bit more about it, but the short the short is. They're still trying to work out quantitative tightening, and they've engaged uh, they've engaged some economists at Booth to help them out, help them think about this. And so there's now a 65 page uh, white paper out there. I read it so that you don't have to. Um, but uh, and, and some other things. I'm going to be uh, I'm going to be uh, away. F- I'm going to be on assignment the next two weeks, but on a specific assignment. Uh, on a specific assignment. The specific assignment being being I'm going to go I'm going to go uh, do a study of Brexit with about 20 students, uh, and I'm going to talk a little bit about I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, Brexit and what's happening right now, and give you the give you sort of the update where we are right now, because my students have been studying it for the last two to three weeks, and it's been a really interesting two to three weeks. We started planning this thing back in 2017. We had no idea how absolutely riveting this was going to be as we go forward. And I'll tell you how riveting it's going to be, because uh, even just in this last week, um, things went from things went from tense to kind of crazy uh, in 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 the UK with a with basically the formation of a group. It's not a political party yet, but it's possibly a political party. It could happen. That there's a third party being formed while we watch and being formed by Brexit. We'll talk about that too. But first, and this was this is sort of the tease half of this. 
Because John's sitting down at the mothership, get, uh, guiding us, getting through the, get, getting getting the sound on air and putting those sweet sweet uh, drops into our into our stuff. Um, he sent me an article from the from the L.A. Times. This is dated from late January. The title: Lawmakers want to cut California's pot taxes to help lagging legal market. Okay. My reaction to that was, hmm, hmm. There's a picture, and of course, there's a picture there that that has the jars behind glass, okay? To me, when I look at this, it kind of looks like... When you look at this picture, John, what do you see? When you look at the picture of the guy, the, the picture, and we'll tweet this to you at the break. I'll wait till the break. Um, when I look at this picture, there's two guys looking down at a bunch of through through a display case at jars full of things. And I will <laughs> tell you what I see in a minute. But what do you see? I am uh, pulling up the article because I don't remember the picture. King, hold on one second. Okay. Uh, okay, got it. The photo of the guy, the young guys here? Yeah. Uh, I see every guy I ever went to high school or college with, for one. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. They're young. They're young fellows, Matt Sullivan and Taryn McElroy. Yeah. Um, Tory Holi- Holistics. I guess that's I mean, a code word. If I, wasn't looking, if I wasn't looking carefully or knew what I was looking at, I'd think I was looking at two guys working at a coffee shop or a deli. Okay. Close. You know what I had? Hmm. Baskin Robbins. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that too. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I see is... Baskin Robbins. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh, I, I, okay, so I'm going to read a little bit of this, and then and then after after the break uh, in a few minutes here, I'm going to go ahead and tell you. I'm going to tell you uh, why this this one really interested me. Um, frustrated that California's licensed marijuana industry is struggling to compete against the black market. A group of state officials is pressing to slash taxes on legal pot shops and growers. Lawmakers acknowledge that a year after state began issuing licenses for growing and selling marijuana for recreational purposes, the legal market has been stunted by red tape, the refusal of cities to allow pot businesses, and the burden of paying state and local taxes. To which my reaction, first reaction was, so you'll do this for pot? For pot, but you won't do this for other businesses, right? That's my reaction. State Treasurer Fiona Ma and five legislators proposed a bill Monday that would cut the state excise tax on marijuana sales from 15 to 11 percent for three years and suspend the cultivation tax of $148 per pound during that period. Now, so let me let me be clear. They tax cultivation and then they also tax sales. Now, we're going to have a guest, we're going to have a guest next week. We're going to have uh, um, our good friend uh, Professor John Spry from St. Thomas come guest host for us next week. Okay, in case he has the radio on right now. Okay, I'm I'm turning on I'm turning on the Spry beam. Okay. Um Economists needed, all right, in Gotham, and and saying, can you please explain 
why taxing both on the production side and the sales side might be a bad idea. Okay, it's a bad idea. I could explain it to you. I could explain it to you. It would take a long time, but it's actually not the point I was intending to make. There's the beam. Okay, we've sent this. We've sent the the spry signal out. Okay, and and for all you know, if you follow our Twitter feed at pound KBRS, he may give you the answer in advance. He may tell you this week rather than make you wait a week for the answer. Okay, that 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 often that often works. The black market. This is a quote. The black market continues to undercut businesses that are complying with state regulations and doing things the right way, said Assemblyman Rob Bonta of Alameda, the primary author of the measure. The tax cut, he said, will help, quote, keep customers at licensed businesses and help ensure the regulated market survives and thrives. Question. What is the excise tax being paid by the black market. For those of you that answered zero, you are correct. What is the cultivation tax being paid in the black market? If if your answer is zero, that's correct. So they're going to suspend the cultivation tax, but only for three years. Don't think about whether or not later on they really want to do that. So... And and I'll continue. So let's take the break here. When I come back, I'm going to read you a couple more paragraphs from this, and I'm going to tie it to something that you know I love to talk about, which is the Viking Stadium. We'll do that right after this on the pot tax episode of the King Banyan Show here on Business up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people, they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-518-4020. 800 518 4020. That's 800 518 4020. Share, like, comment, tweet. Are these foreign terms to your business? They may not be to your competition and the reason you're losing sales. Social media marketing is on the verge of dominating commerce. The right social media strategy can help you slay the competition and gain new customers. We're Salem Surround. 
We take the mystery of digital marketing off your shoulders, letting you run your business while we deliver customers. Your competition is already social. Catch them and surpass them. We offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales. We know how to make every digital dollar count towards sales success. Now there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com, connecting you with new customers. Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders. The colder weather tends to allow for more time to reflect on things. Sometimes we wonder if we're doing the right things, or at least wonder if we're doing the best things. As a business, it is easy to be distracted by the advice of others, the influence of the world's view on how things should be, and certainly by our carnal desires. We pray that as the Kingdom Builders continues, that we would never lose sight of what and who is really important. As we will certainly make mistakes in this endeavor, we trust that the Church, the Word, and the Holy Spirit will guide and direct us back on point. This is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. We strive to have our standard be God's standard. One of the ways we do that is we regularly look to God's Word to examine our hearts and our motives because we try to glorify the Lord Jesus in everything we do. We strive to take these standards on your roof, on your gutter job, whatever it might be. Give us a call at 612-900-9166 or look us up at thekingdombuilders.net. Show business fourteen forty. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much, John. This is a great story. We're talking about we're talking about something that when I woke up this morning I had no idea I would be talking about here on the on the King Banyan Show on Business fourteen forty. Don't forget you can listen to the show through the internet at at business you know, dot com. It's also the place where you can find the podcast for this show and all of the other shows. Uh, that you find here on weekends here at Business 1440. We kind of think of ourselves here at uh, at the King Banyan Show as the Business 1440 flagship weekend show, which among among radio people would be really, really funny. And if you don't understand it, it's okay. It's just an inside joke. <laughs> 651-289-4477, the number to call with your questions and comments. Um let me talk a little bit more about this piece because I this was really interesting. Like I said, I did not expect I would be talking about pot taxes in California. I had no idea until John sent this to me. I had no idea that this was true. That they had put it. They had when they legalized when they legalized recreational marijuana in California. In there, I believe our bills for legalizing marijuana, recreational marijuana here in Minnesota. I don't know if they'll go anywhere. We heard, uh, we heard uh, that uh, Senator Klobuchar, over, uh, I believe just yesterday, said that she would leave it to the states to decide if they wanted to legalize and would not, would not enforce federal laws regarding uh, marijuana, marijuana use. Or it sounded like she wouldn't enforce any marijuana laws whatsoever. Um, so I want to read you a couple more pieces. 
California began licensing businesses in January 2018, but the number of pot shops and growers that have gotten permits is far below what officials estimate. The state budget originally anticipated $630 million in pot tax revenue this year, which ends June 30, but the number was revised down this month to $355 million. From 630 to 355. Yep. Missed it by that much. Missed it by that much. There you go. Industry officials say a major impediment has been that the added sales and local taxes can increase the retail costs of marijuana by some 40%. Now, my dear friend, there are two things we can use to, to, to illustrate this, but there's a broader point to be made. But one, one thing we can illustrate are the number of people who go to reservations to buy cigarettes, which bear a much lower excise tax, than taxes that states charge, including here in Minnesota. Our good friend uh, uh, Kim Crockett from the Center of the American Experiment has been on our show in the past talking about the about the impact of, of what happens when you try to jack up tobacco taxes in Minnesota. You're simply driving uh, driving more and more of that business, business into the reservations instead. And indeed, uh, the Mackinac Center up in, up in Michigan has done uh, some fantastic studies of this as well. And that's that's been true, and that was the first place my head went. But then my then my head went to uh, uh, a second place, which also includes, by the way, a, a, a close friend, even closer friend, somebody who. Uh, sorry, Kim, um, but this is this is this is my one of my two golf partners. Uh, th- actually, now I'm up to three. Um, uh, John's come up and played with my good friend uh, Chris Shorba, who who used to be uh, the president of United Arts here in St. Cloud. United Arts was a was a, a, an organization that was designed to find ways to raise charitable giving to then give out in cash grants to various arts organizations around the around central Minnesota. This was a private organization. We also have now the Central Minnesota Arts Board, of course, which is a government organization which you pay for through a bit, a bit, little bit of the legacy tax dollars. You, if you've ever been to a show that was supported by the by by the arts, but you know, supported by state arts dollars, you know that that announcement they have to make from the stage to say, "Hey, the legislature voted money to support the the show you're watching right now." Have you ever been to one of those, John? Have you ever been to a show where they, where they make that announcement? I don't think so. Okay. Well, if you go particularly to folk music shows, I, 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 watch, I listen to a lot of folk. Uh, and uh, if you go to folk music shows, almost all the folk music shows nowadays are tapping into state dollars to help support the artists on the stage, to keep the price of the tickets down, and they, they spare no time to they, they spare no time to make sure that you know that that, that was state-supported. I was in the legislature in 2012, and in the process of passing a uh, passing the money for the Viking Stadium bill, they changed the because they were trying to figure out how they could represent that they had the money to pay for the state's share of this, which was which was 350 million dollars. The other 148 million of state money came from the federal came from uh, Minneapolis, but but. Much, but again, uh, about a third of the cost of the of Viking Stadium is paid by state dollars. 
One of the things they did was they changed the taxes that were charged in charitable gaming. These are the pull tabs and and the bingo halls that were around there. So there was a place in St. Cloud called Bingo Emporium. And I'm talking about the past tense because it's gone now. Um, Chris Chris, uh, was involved in this work. Um, In its heyday, the Emporium, one of the state's grossed in excess of $6 million annually between the four nonprofits. Each shouldered each shouldered a state tax rate of less than 2%. Meanwhile, profits totaling $1 million were funneled back into the charities. The other $5 million were the payouts. So about 80, cents, about 80 to 83 cents of every dollar that gets spent in a bingo hall goes back to the people who are playing bingo, and then the remainder, the remainder pays for the help that's working there, pays for the overhead, and then you give the money away. And then, and then the rest of the money got split to those folks. Newfound competition in the form of native, native casinos and Powerball would cut into the action. By the 2000s, United Arts' take-home was no more than $150,000. Now, full disclosure, okay, not all, I've told you that Chris is a friend. Full disclosure also requires me to tell you that, that I, I'm intimately familiar with this because I'm chair of an, art, uh, of an arts organization here in St. Cloud as well, so I'm familiar with this. However, our organization was not part of the group that that operated operated Bingo Emporium. Okay. In the in the in twenty twelve, I'm reading from a City Pages piece written in twenty sixteen. In twenty twelve the legislature looked at charitable gaming to help bankroll construction of the new billion dollar Viking Stadium. The previous flat tax paid on gross receipts was replaced by a graduating scale. The system started at 9% and increased in increments to 36%, which the charities were required to pay on their net. Quote, essentially what happened for some of these charitable groups is they went from paying 1.5% on gross receipts to 9 to 36% after payout, said Joel Michael of the Minnesota House Research Department, which provides nonpartisan information to lawmakers. In the case of the Emporium, 80, per, 80 cents out of 80, every dollar went to prizes. The remaining 20%, 20% of the pie was devoured by the higher state toll. Over the 10-month period beginning in 2014 and into the next spring, Bingo Emporium's net profits before taxes was $154,000. It paid the state $140,000, leaving $14,000 for the state. For the, for the charities. Prior to the stadium legislation, taxes would have been $68,000. Okay. So, so, in fact, what happened? Here's the thing. This is, this is my friend Chris. Here's the thing. Building stadiums for billionaire owners doesn't add economic value to the state. They took $70,000 that could have gone to St. Cloud Charitable Arts Organizations and basically cash flowed to the new Viking Stadium instead. Ouch. Yeah. Same, okay. So here's the thing. When you raise particular taxes on particular events, you get less of it. And I go back to this, this, this very thing. Now, there's another half of the story that I'm not going to tell about. Why didn't they get rid of it? The short of it is, the short of it is they've tried to get rid of it. Governor Dayton had, there was an issue with the tax bill. It didn't happen. But even if it had happened, the Bingo Emporium is closed. United Arts which use this as their way to raise money for arts organizations, no longer exists. 
And money that could have, that, and I will say, Bingo Emporium didn't just pay United Arts. It also raised money for St. Cloud Youth Hockey. So money that was going to hockey rinks and to theaters and stages and, 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 and museums is instead going to pay for that place where you get to watch 10 games a year plus maybe a concert or two and a tractor pull. Way to go, Minnesota. Way to go. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. It takes a lot of courage to face your own death, but I'm glad I finally did. See, I was putting off getting life insurance to protect my family, even though I knew it was important. Then my neighbor's husband died. I watched her struggle emotionally and financially. It really made me face reality. If my husband died, how would I pay the mortgage, the car payments, or keep up the life the kids and I had? I realized I needed to get us life insurance right away. So I called AIG Direct. In less than five minutes, I had a quote. I was shocked at how affordable it is. Just $14 a month for $250,000 of term life coverage. I feel so much better knowing my family has protection. Call AIG Direct right now for a free no-obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes, and you can save up to 70%. Call now, 1-800-458-3263. That's 1-800-458-3263. 1-800-458-3263. Social Security is with you through life's journey. Get to know us at socialsecurity.gov. We are there, day one, with baby names and a gift that lasts a lifetime. We are there... As you grow, protecting you and those you love. We are there when you get your first job, helping you to save for the future. We are there when you marry your sweetheart to help secure your new life together. We are there if the unexpected happens, to help you see life from a new perspective. We are there when you start your next chapter to make sure you get off to a great start. And we are there when you lose your soulmate to help make sure you will be all right. We are with you through life's journey. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. Get to know us and see what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. This is Lon He Chen of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. Democrats introduced single-payer health care legislation last week that, if passed, would move every American into a single government-run insurance program within two years. The bill already has over 100 co-sponsors in the U.S. House, and many of the Democratic Party's candidates for president in 2020 are sure to endorse it, too. But as with other plans to bring socialized medicine to all Americans, this single-payer legislation has plenty of drawbacks. Like your current coverage? Say goodbye to it. Value your relationship with your doctor? Time to find a new one. Think healthcare spending in the U.S. is high now? Wait until you see what happens if the Democrats' proposal actually becomes law. One more thing. The Democrats have no explanation for how the system would be paid for. But don't worry. I'm sure they'll find the estimated $30 trillion somewhere. I'm Lon He Chen.
the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree, offered on its most beautiful campus. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. This is a pre recorded edition of The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I could hide neath the wings of the bluebird as she sings. The six o'clock alarm. With all due respect, A, not their best song. <laughs> B, again, with all due respect, Andrew would never have known to play this song. <laughs> well, we uh, we played a few of these this week. Obviously, Peter Tork passing away, and then we got a yeah. request for it, King. So, got to give the listeners what they want, right? Yeah, yeah. Even if it's the monkeys. So, I'm of the age... I, I, okay, and and by the way, I, uh, Hugh Hewitt on his show uh, uh, yesterday uh, referencing uh, the death of Peter Tork, uh, who was a great musician, by the way, and and of course because he's a bassist, uh, or at least he was he was in the band. Uh, he actually was a folk guitarist before he became a monkey. Um, by answering show, was he subsidized? The, uh, no, he was not <laughs> subsidized. Okay, but the name of the band, the, the nickname for the band. The prefab four. <laughs> I like that. That's isn't that awesome. <laughs> that's actually I had good, yeah. never heard that. <laughs> Neither have I. Right, yeah. right. And the fab in this case does not mean fabulous, <laughs> <laughs> but rather fabricated. Uh, you know, I, it's it's funny because okay, the monkeys was the show that spun off that didn't spin off, but inspired the creation of other shows. To play up on its success, the the most egregious being the Partridge Family, which I assume you've never seen. Okay, if 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 I was Danny Bonaducci, I would I'd be running around America trying to hide and burn every copy of that show. <laughs> that was the worst. Okay, but the Monkees was fun. I looked forward to watching the show. <laughs> I, a lot of people I've talked to actually really like the show. I never have spent any oh, time yeah. watching it. Uh, uh, is, I, 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 I believe you can still catch it on TV Land uh, if you're interested in that. But uh, I, I like. I, I, I will say, and I would have been, I would have been right about in that target market. I was. I think it came on first in 60, 65 or sixty six, and I would have been eight or nine when it first came out. I was a little on the young side of that, but. I had I had neighbor kids who were who were two to four years older than me whose music I I liked from the very beginning and so having heard the Beatles by you know and and owned the Beatles record in fact I will say for the people who were at the Elton John concert this past week I'm jealous I really did want to go uh, couldn't figure out how to get the time to get there uh, and um, not not this past week and um, and you know it was. Elton John was my first was my first album, um, uh, Honky Chateau, and and that followed by Three Dog Night. But the first the first uh, the first two uh, the first two forty fives that I owned because they were cheaper, so I bought a forty five. Hey Jude by Hey Jude by the Beatles, and that very single that you just played by the Monkees. That very one. That was one of your first. First two singles. Oh, I owned wow. two singles before I earned my owned my first album. I bought I bought it at a record store that's just off Elm Street in downtown Manchester. <laughs> so, there you go. 
Uh, Peter Tork, of course, uh, gone. Um, two great musicians and two not so great musicians in that that in that uh, prefab four. Um, and you can figure out who they are. Uh, hey, uh, just a little little. I don't know if you would call it breaking news or not, but I love this particular piece and it gives me the segue to talk about the Fed a little bit for the rest of our hour. Uh, the new uh, the new Berkshire Hathaway shareholder letter just came out. Uh, this morning by tradition they release it on a saturday uh and then they will also have the big meeting in early may hey john if you can think of any way if we can find a sponsor that would ever send me to a berkshire hathaway shareholder meeting i'm on it take something you could take something off my bucket list (laughs) i i I mean serious serious you know serious as a heart attack uh i Normally, it falls on the same weekend as graduation here, so I can't go. This year, I believe it's the weekend before graduation, so I actually could. So I am seriously thinking about hopping a bus and going to Omaha. I'll put my network uh, to work, all right? Put your network to work and see if we can't, see if we can't figure out how, strings, to, yeah. how to do a remote. If we can figure out how to do a remote from Omaha, I'm, I'm absolutely into that. I bet we can if we grease the right palms. All right, there you go. Um, anyway, that's out, and I'm just going to read you a little piece. You can go find it on the web. I'll, I'll shoot. I've got the CNBC story up that's got some clips, and this one really, really attracted me. I was, I've been reading it off and on through the morning. Um, he talks about the fact that he invested as an 11 year old, and he put 114 dollars into City Services, okay, an oil company that paid a dividend. He wanted that dividend. Okay, on March 11th, it'll be 77 years since I first invested in an American business. The year was 1942. I was 11. And I went all in, investing $114.75 I had begun accumulating at age 6. What I bought was three shares of City Services' preferred stock. I had become a capitalist, and it felt good. The next three paragraphs are really interesting. Charlie, meaning Charlie Munger, uh, also... uh, also, uh, the, the other bigwig of Berkshire Hathaway. Charlie and I happily acknowledge that much of Berkshire's success has simply been a product of what I think should be called the American tailwind. It is beyond arrogance for American businesses or individuals to boast that they have done it alone. The tidy rows of simple white crosses at Normandy should shame those who make such claims. There are also many other countries around the world that have bright futures. About that, we should rejoice. Americans will be both more more prosperous and safer if all nations thrive. At Berkshire, we hope to invest significant sums across borders. Over the next 77 years, however, the major source of our gains will almost certainly be provided by the American tailwind. We are lucky, gloriously lucky, to have that force at our back. That is awesome. (laughs) I cannot tell you how awesome that is. So numbers came out this week. You know, you'll know, you notice oftentimes during the first hour of the show I do statistics, but during this particular week, the number of statistics that are out there are not very large. There are a huge number come out next week. We get the GDP numbers. We're probably going to get a number about 1.5%, maybe in the high ones. Maybe it'll sneak over 2%. It's so hard to tell because the, the, the government shutdown, I think, has probably caused some slippage in the collection of data. And I, I am I'm hesitant to say anything about early releases 
of particular numbers. I'm even hesitant to really spend much time looking at the GDP number on Thursday because I'm, I, I, I kind of wonder how well we've collected the data. It may take us 6 to 12 months before we actually know what happened at the end of 2018. But that said, that said, you're going to end up with a GDP number for 2018 that's somewhere between two, two and three quarters and three percent. It's good, not great, and that's been my insistence all along. And you'll note one other thing we do here on the King Banyan Show, or what we don't do. We don't spend time talking about wiggles in the stock market. I am not a financial advisor. I do not give advice on individual stocks. I never would. A, I'm not licensed to do such a thing. Okay, I have a doctorate in economics, yes, but that uh, doesn't mean I follow the stock market or can tell you where to put your money. And when people ask me that, the first thing I say is, do you have a stock advisor? Do you have? And they'll say, if they say yes, I'll say, ask him or her. And if they say no, I'll say, good. You probably would be better off not just putting your money in some place and leaving it alone. I spend precious little time. You know, I think about rebalancing a portfolio from time to time, and I, and, and I I do some of that. But by and large, I I'm not a person who's saying I want this stock or that stock. That investment that that uh, that Warren Buffett made of the hundred and fourteen dollars in nineteen forty two, if he had been able to just put that in a no fee stock index fund, do you know what it'd be worth today? It'd be worth six hundred and three thousand dollars. Right, if he just put it into a into a no in, a no fee index fund and left it alone for seventy seven years, one hundred fourteen bucks becomes six hundred three thousand dollars. Okay, that's that's what we often call the miracle of compound interest, but it's it's coming right along. And 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 for those of you that that read the news or listen to this show here on business 1440 or any of the other shows on 1440 and and you use that to say maybe i should sell this stock or maybe i should pull in or out of the market or so on there's a lesson in what in what uh in what uh that factoid that uh that buffett shares if you just put the money in and you leave it alone you're probably all right and so I'll talk a little bit about where the market is right now or where the, where the economy is right now, but I would hate to think you spend any time thinking about it. I actually prefer, I'd love this. Um, uh, get cut number two ready for me, John. Uh, this is John Williams, who's the president of the New York Federal Reserve, um, who's talking about the Fed now hitting the pause button on on uh, rate increases. And, and there's just... And this is the thing that, that I think Williams does a better job of this, actually, than Jay Powell does. Listen to how calmly he tells you where they are right now. Play cut number two, please. Inflation's near our target. Unemployment's very low. We can wait and see a bit, watch the data, analyze, and come to conclusions about where policy is going. So I don't think policy is set for all time. But for right now, I think we're in a very good place. Isn't, I mean... If your leader just says, hey, things are about in the right place, we can pause, we don't have to, We there's no hurry for us to make a move right now. And that's sort of like, that attitude toward that pol- toward Fed policy and toward tax policy and toward even, I wish, I hope, trade policy, I'll talk about that in the next hour. 
I, I, I encourage you to adopt that, that kind of an attitude. I'm going to also play some of Jim Bullard after this. He was on for a, uh, he was on and saying lots of interesting things. And if you were interested in what we talked about at uh, Winter Institute a couple of weeks ago, and you didn't make it because of the horrible weather at that time, what he does, we have about a uh, three-minute clip of him that, that is almost identical to the things he was saying when he was here. We'll play that after this. You're listening to The King Banging Show on Business 1440. Market drops five points. I'm glad my money's tied up in hay. <laughs> Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. Hey, it's Lee Michaels here along with our general manager, Nick Anderson. We're highlighting our March Mayhem event. March Mayhem? March Mayhem. <laughs> this is a great deal. This is the first time we've ever done this. It is. It's giving you an opportunity, if you're a business owner, a non, uh, somebody who runs a nonprofit, to take advantage and really grow your business. Yeah, and this is a really cool package. It's a $2,500 advertising package, regularly priced $4,000. So it's $1,500 off. And here's what you get. You get access to 50,000 of your best prospects, contact names of your best prospects, plus, ready? Plus, you get 25 radio commercials here to use in the month of March. And once the snow melts, it is going to be Home Improvement Central. So if you're a home improvement company, now is the time to take advantage of this sale. Yeah, and how do they take advantage of this? You have to be in the queue. We only have 10 of these packages. We've already sold one. So we have nine remaining. Here's how you get in the queue. You call our March Mayhem hotline, 651-289-4444. 651-289-4444. We have to get you in the queue so we can keep track of it. But you leave your name, your number on the voicemail, and we'll get back to you. And the neat thing is about this, too, we're going to help you through this whole thing. We'll provide the contacts. We're going to help you develop the campaign, execute the campaign, write, produce the commercials, get everything done, basically turnkey. This is very turnkey. You know what? We work with a lot of small and medium-sized businesses. We know you have to work on your business, and you have to make money. Let us do the heavy lifting. Come and try us. The best way to do it. March Mayhem Hotline, 651-289-4444, 651-289-4444. We'll get right back to you, get you in the queue, and take advantage of this great offer. It's our March Mayhem event, 651-289-4444. I'm a trained lawyer. I went to law school, and I have found that has actually been a disadvantage. My name is Alan. I am a current student at the OTA office in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, I'm a retired district court judge, and when I decided to retire, I'd always had an interest in financial markets. I had done quite a bit of research, read up on OTA a lot. I think I had a pretty good idea of what to expect. The actual class itself was more impressive than I even anticipated. I mean, after I attended that half-hour class, I was 
absolutely 100% sold. It's almost like a light bulb goes off. You start following your rules. You recognize the mistakes you shouldn't uh, make and you stop making them. I feel like I've actually turned a corner. I'm actually on a great path. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to do this. And I think a lot of people get scared away from the financial markets because they don't think they're smart enough and nothing could be further from the truth. Call OTA at pound 250 on your cell phone for a free investing workshop or register at learnwithota.com. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. 651-289-4477, the number to call, questions or comments. Sure enough, in the Twitter feed, um, Professor Spry has already posted uh, a link to a tax foundation study about the silliness of the uh, the silliness of the uh, of the uh, way in which uh, marijuana taxes are being applied. This is good. This is good for us to know, right? Because I do believe at some point recreational marijuana will get legalized here in the state of Minnesota. And if you if you care about such things, and if you think in fact that one thing that you'd like to see happen is uh, a reduction of the black market for whatever reasons, um, some people will argue that the black market black market in uh, marijuana is. Uh, leading to support uh, other things that we don't want it supports crime it encourages uh it encourages violence of some kind okay i'm i'm not going to make that uh, whatever that argument is if you want to reduce the size of the black market that's one thing but even if all you want to do is say i want people free to make that choice and while we're at it i want to raise some revenue for <laughs> for uh for the state budget from the sale of this item you probably didn't want to tax it the way California did. All right. The rest of this, the reasons why, I'll leave that to John if he chooses that as a as a topic next week. He'll be here live nine to eleven next Saturday, uh, while while I do some uh, traveling with some students, and I'll tell you more about that in the next hour too. But I did, um, I did need, want to play. In fact, what I'll do, John, is we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna let this lapse a little into the next hour, but. Uh, uh, James Bullard is the chair, is, is the president of the, of the Federal Reserve Bank of St. Louis. Uh, as I mentioned two weeks ago, uh, two weeks ago last Thursday, he was here in St. Cloud and said some rather extraordinary things, in, uh, including the fact that he had thought the Fed had made a mistake in raising rates in in uh, in uh, December of last year. I want to let him have a full opportunity, and there was a really nice interview done. On uh, on Fox Business uh, this uh, on Thursday, Thursday or maybe it was yesterday, Friday. But anyway, let me play a little bit. I'll just tell you to stop when 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 we get to the right point, John. So just go ahead and start it, please. I mean, our, we're not predicting anything like a recession, but uh, I don't like the yield curve being as flat as it is. I'd like it to. I'd like to see it be a little steeper. To me, that would indicate that markets saw a little more growth and a little more inflation going forward. The the upper end of the federal funds rate is 2.5 percent right now. Uh, the Chairman Powell has said that's possibly near neutral. Um, where do you see that? Do you do you believe that we are near neutral? I actually think we're a little bit above neutral, so we're a little bit restrictive in this environment. That has me just a tiny bit concerned because inflation is still below target by our preferred measure. 
you know, I think we're a little above neutral, but I'm not, not so much that I'm worried about it. And obviously, there's tremendous amounts of uncertainty about where these numbers really are. So I think we're basically... Okay, stop there. Um, here's, the, here's, what, here's what he's saying, and, and this, is an, this is an important point. He did not think that the rate increase should have happened because he thinks we're a little above neutral, but he's saying the yield curve is flat, which means that the expectations for future inflation maybe are a little below where they should be. He's targeting 2%, and the Fed is very clear that it targets in, in a, in a, in a uh, symmetric way that you don't want inflation to be too far away from 2% in either direction. Now, my own personal view on, on the proper conduct of monetary policy would be not to say we're going to be at 2%, not 1.9, not 2.1, but, but 2. I think that, and I don't think that's what, what President Bullard's saying. I think what he's saying is, is he, thinks, he thinks we should be within a, within a range, but the range is symmetric on either side. My range is not symmetric. I would, I would personally accept anything between 0 and 2 and say, good keep going but that's not in fact what's happened what's in fact has happened is is that we have this 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 desire to be as close to two as we can possibly be and errors on either side are equally bad okay that's fine and that's the construction by the way if anyone thinks of the taylor rule the taylor rule is constructed in a way that that makes uh, the penalty the, the penalty for being away from two percent symmetric on either side so that that's fine you, you you can argue that, but he's saying it's below. So he really argues that the last rate increase was was the wrong thing to do. We'll hear more from him after that. We're going to also talk a little bit about the where where we stand right now in the negotiations regarding China and the United States. That supposedly on Friday the taxes are supposed to the tariffs are supposed to increase, but it sounds like they're not going to do that. We'll tell you about that. And we'll talk a little bit about Brexit too. So it'll be largely the international hour coming up next on the King Banyan Show on Business fourteen forty. Have you tried digital marketing but don't know if it's getting you customers? Got different companies running your web design, social media marketing, and geofencing, but not sure which is working and which is a waste of your dollars? Contact us at Salem Surround, digital marketing experts who offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales. We can put all your digital marketing under one roof, give you monthly reports on results, and instantly move your dollars to the most effective areas of your digital marketing suite. Social marketing, geofencing, web search enhancement, event targeting, and more. Now there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundmsp.com surroundmsp.com connecting you with new customers does your family believe in the power of a private school education are you looking into sending your child to a private school next year hi i'm Alyssa with business 1440 and we want to help your family by covering half of your child's first year of private school this is a program we have had for over eight years now 
helping many families get into the school of their dreams. We are in the thick of open house season right now, so the timing couldn't be better. If you find a school you would like your child to attend, call me at 651-289-4406 to see if that school is one of our partner schools. It's that simple. This isn't financial aid. This is for everyone. Don't pay more than you need to for your child's first year of private school. Call me at 651-289-4406. That's 651-289-4406. Or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Hello, I'm Mark Stoneman, president of WNAV Audiovisual. WNAV Audiovisual provides equipment and technicians for events of all sizes, from a handful of people to large ballrooms and convention centers as well. We also provide installation services for churches, schools, and corporations. No matter how many people are at your event, WNAV has the technicians and expertise along with the equipment to make each event successful. Audiovisual services include equipment such as sound systems, microphones, projection systems with screens, laptops, draping, lighting, and all the related equipment, and also web streaming services. So your meeting can go beyond the four walls of your space. WNAV Audiovisual, where your meeting is our business. Please contact us at WNAV-video.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.